All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show emo music recording artist Nikhil. What is up? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So what's up, man? So before we get into your single, um, tell my listeners a little bit about you, like how how you first got into music and, and how long ago. So I kind of got into music five years ago. Like, I always loved music and, like, growing up and shit. But, like, I had a I had a concussion, and then um, I couldn't really do much. And since I couldn't really do much, there was nothing for me to do other than just, like, I guess, rapping. Rapping was just a way to clear my mind and make me feel better. So I kind of used music as a therapeutic way. But then it just kind of became, like, a hobby. And then the hobby became, like, a passion. And obviously, when you do something for a while, when you, like, get constructive feedback and you work with the right people, you're going to get better over time. So that's just kind of what happened. How old were you when you first started rapping? So 14, but I say I really started when I was like about 17, just because I was in this, I was introduced to a studio at the age of 17. So I feel like when it, at that point, yeah. So I would say like a solid two years of me being in the studio. And what was the trigger? Like, what was the the main trigger for you to transition from this hobby to actually? like going for it and like recording studios and actually becoming a musician like that well i kind of got i i just kind of fell in love with it because music's a feeling and i feel like that's the best feeling in the world that you just can't buy so like whenever there is like no one there I, w- I feel like i could just pour myself out and just freestyle and it made me feel better i just like the way it made me feel and then low-key i like love listening to music so music has just been something around my life that's been there for me when no one else has been there at times when i was just by myself i could just buy the music and have a lit time Tell me about the concussion. Was it what, what happened to you? Well, the, uh, it just came just like out of me, and then you know I just didn't recover. I wasn't recovering. Like I was just dizzy for a while. Like we did therapy and stuff, but it was just it wasn't going away. And then the only thing to like I guess deal with it during this time was just rapping. And yeah, eventually, um, my dad saw that, and I got then I got to go to the studio at the age of seventeen. That's where I met. I had like three different producers I worked with, and uh, you know I think each helped me progress to a certain level. Why did you know you were pretty good at this? Because not not anybody, I mean, like not anybody can rap. Um, so what did you um, like, like? Did you get like encouragement from people like your friends and say, "Yeah, man"? Hate, when the hate became love, when the hate became love, and when I got my tattoo, well, I think that kind of helped. Just because when I was making songs, I feel like if you make songs and if it's good, people are gonna vibe to it. If it's not, nothing's gonna happen to it. And I was, I made songs where people didn't vibe to it. And when I started making songs, people were vibing to. I just got natural encouragement from everyone around me who supported me and just told me like, "You're getting better, and you have something. Just keep going at it." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when I started. Yeah, it's almost like you found your lane. You know, you found you found your your niche. Yeah, I honestly had to like earn it. It was like it was. I feel like it was something earned, not given, just because. That hate. Well, I mean, obviously, when you're not doing something brought on um, right, if it's not good, it's not going to go anywhere. And I feel like when I got to the point where I knew it was good was when I was listening to my own self and saying, "This is gas," and I can vibe to it and say, "This is gas." And if I feel the way, certain way, people are going to feel a certain way because at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah, well said, man. All right, so your your single's called "Stubborn," and yeah. I listened to it. I, I got to be honest with you, man. Like when before before I hit play, I was just like, "Man, I hope this doesn't suck." And when I hit play, I was like, this does not fucking suck. I mean, I liked it right away. Um, it. And I like that guitar, man. It's like it's, it's, a, it's a cool, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just, it's just a weird, I got a weird but good, a weird but good vibe from the song. It took me, it just took me in a weird direction, a direction I wasn't really ready for. To tell my listeners out there a little bit about the song Stubborn, 
What's the backstory? And just talk about the creative process for that song. Sorry, can you please repeat the question? Yeah, tell my listeners a little bit about the song "Stubborn," uh, the backstory, and okay. they, they just so talk about like the creative process. About being different and about staying true to yourself and doing something that no one's doing. It's doing something in like a, I guess for me was just I, I, the things I've been through. I feel like I've been through, and I feel like I could just bring my pain out, and I kind of just. The way I felt, I brought all my emotions out. And obviously, big shout out to Playtrix, who was the person who got this life that I had, this idea of this hook, and we just kind of collabed on it and made something brand new. So you titled it Stubborn, though. Is that is that basically an F you to everybody who was trying to bring you down? You're just too stubborn to, to go that way? Or tell me more about That's the song. That's my point. I'm just saying is that I have my mind stuff. My, I feel like I'm just, and actually I'm just a very stubborn person, and I like getting things the way I like it, and I feel like I work for it to make sure I can do that. So I feel like for this way, the song was just for me to say, fuck everyone who's saying what yeah. I can do or what I cannot do. I'm going to do what I set my mind to, and I'm going to back it up by bringing trash like these. Yeah. Um, and then talk about how you collab with Playtrix. How did that come about? Honestly, it was like a blessing in disguise because I met him at a party and I didn't know it was going to work out and shit. Then I showed him the hook for the Stubborn and um, he hopped on his verse. Um, he pretty much freestyled that shit. And oh, wow. that shit was impressive. And like I, when I listened to Playtrix, like, before after the party, I saw his Snapchat story and I was like, shit, he's a musician. I checked his stuff out and I thought it was super unique and different. And when we collabed, it was like I brought my own style mm-hmm. and he brought his own style. and together we created something that was brand new yeah actually it was it was really it was, it was a, it's a good mesh i thought it meshed yeah. well um yeah how's the song doing are you getting some spins out there it actually just now i just checked the i just counted the streams of asanka was 1k spotify's 2k um amazon was 500 uh, youtube was 13k lyric video was 2.5k so all, all of these combined hit over 20k not bad when did you drop this I dropped this January 22nd. That's not bad, I man. Another track That's not bad yeah. at all. Yeah. Yep. And YouTube's nice. You said 12K? Yeah, 13K. 13K. That's, that's strong. That's oh, not I bad at all. 15K. 15K. You check it out. It's 15K. Oh, it's 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad for like, what, four weeks? That's not, that's not bad yeah, at all. That's not bad. Without me really doing much to it, I really, we didn't really run any ads on it yet. Right. So that's just... Yeah, yeah. And like I had, it was, it was because like I had people coming up to me, and like, like even my friends and family, and people really don't even like me from my hometown. Like they were telling me, "Oh, this is actually really ass. Keep it up." So yeah, have you pursued? Have, I'm sorry, have you pursued college radio stations? I have not. To be honest with you, the one thing I like, like I haven't really cared about marketing, just because like I'm so, I feel like my passion is music, and I want to be the like I want to in my lane, I want to be the best version of myself possible. So I want to make sure my lyrics are on point, my flow's on point, my pitch is perfect. So I would just focus on these things. And now I think I'm trying to dive myself into this unknown land of marketing and trying to. Get yeah, I think I think um, just as somebody who's over 50 years old, and I've been a musician for 35 years. And I've, interv- I've interviewed Grammy Award winners and platinum-selling artists. I think your song is is definitely at the level where radio stations can play it. Um, it's just a matter. It's just a matter of finding the right the right ones. But college stations are a good idea because first of all, they're a lot easier. They're a lot easier to get your stuff spun in. Um, and then if you start really hitting, because um, word of mouth is real big too, and college students love music. So if radio stations, I'm, yeah, college radio stations start playing your, yeah. your shit, and I'm in college too, by the way. You, you, there you go. So <laughs> what happens is if you, if, you, if if look, you get multiple colleges start playing it, it just provides yeah. you with more leverage 
to pitch your song to mainstream radios, radio stations. Gotcha. So, gotcha. take a look at that idea. Um, what about a video? You got a video for the song? No, but we got a video for our next song, which is dropping Friday. And I think, I think you're gonna, I think personally, you are, I think you're gonna really vibe with the heavy. It's even different and stubborn. It's oh, a really? song. And it's short, it's, it's a short, fast paced song, two minute song. Can you, and can it's, you, diff, it's a different vibe. Can you talk about the title or what, what, what song it is? It's called I Need More. I Need More. It's with me and Patriots. We, we kind of switch flows. We kind of like trade bars and bars. So it's like one bar, I got one bar, then you got one bar. We just go back and forth. Oh, nice. I like that. So you got yeah. alternate bars back and forth. Um, is, yeah. it, is it a quicker song, a little more upbeat? Yes, different vibe. I don't. It's, I don't know how to. I don't know what to describe it. It's just. I think you just have to hear it, and it's, I think you'll love it. It's feeling. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely check it out. You gonna you gonna make a video for that song? Yes, sir. Is Playtrix gonna be in it? Of course. Without Playtrix, none of the songs would have happened. Yeah, man, that's great. Because he was like my mentor at the same time, but my engineer. So I read when I was reading up on you that you're going to drop an EP. Have you dropped the EP yet? I have a, I have my solo album out, Ambition, but that's, that was, I did something last year. My EP is dropping March 11th called Regrets in the Air. That's something I'm proud. I've never been more proud of in my life other than to share that work with the whole world because it's because I feel like it's a feeling. And at the end of the day. You should be yeah. proud of it, man. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're a recording artist and you're, you're, you're making music and, and, and it's, it's something you need, you need to be proud of, honestly. Well, it's something I'm proud of just because I feel like I'm at the point where my flow is on point, my pitch is on point, yeah. and I feel like I'm doing the best I can possibly do when I'm pouring my soul and emotion, every ounce of energy I have in the tracks. Nice. How many songs are going to be on the EP? It's going to be five songs on the EP just because I feel like our attention span these days have gone down. Now, with COVID cases declining across the country and more and more venues are kind of chilling out, do you have uh, plans to get out there and start doing some live shows? Absolutely, 100%. If it's up to me, I will literally do a live show tonight. What is the, what, what is your plan as far as doing that? Do you have management? Are you, are you going to get like look for sponsors? I have- I have no management. To be honest with you, again, like I just like I like I said, like I was just so concerned on being the best version of myself, making sure I'm sure that my music is on point. Because there was a quote, I think there was a quote, I think it was by Conor McGregor or someone like that, saying, "Be so good where they can't ignore you." And oh yeah. I feel like I wanted to get there first. That way, no one can. And people are just naturally going to see it because when something's gas. It's just not. There's nothing to stop it. From you know, I, I kind of like that approach. It's almost like you 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 want to. You want to polish your game. You want to polish it up real nice exactly. before you get out there. And put I don't it out. want to go to people and like you know what I mean. Like I don't. I want. I want music to be out there, and if it's gas, people are gonna grab it towards. It. If it's not, nothing's gonna happen to it. I feel like that's yeah. just the, the hard reality for everyone too. Yeah, I think that's smart. So what? What? What are you? Um, see, it's it's early in 2022, so we have a, almost a full year ahead of us. What are some of your goals? What do you want to get done this year? So I'm not, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The EP, I want to go ham. I want to perform that as soon as I can because I have the emotion built up in me and it's like, it burns in me. Literally, I wake up at 3 a.m. writing stuff and I've been obviously improved my craft. I have a bunch of songs that I've written since then. I just want to, just want to show the world. I just want to, I just want to show this is who I am. And I, I just, if, if you, if you resonate with what I'm saying, you're going to love it. What's the title about? Music's, music's a feeling at the end of the day. So, so uh, talk about the title of the EP, Regrets in the Earth. What, what's yeah. that about? So my the reason why I call the song stubborn is when you're so stubborn about something, right? You know how when people say at the age of sixty, like I've had a lot of people tell me, Oh, don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. Like if you're not you know what I mean, do keep doing shit what you're doing because there's gonna be regrets. And I'm like, there is no way in hell 
I'm going to let my passion, something that I've been gifted with, be a regret. And I'm going to be stubborn and I'm going to prove it by being stubborn. And my dad's philosophy was don't don't tell me how much you practice. Show the results. And that is why I called regrets in the air because I'm showing the results. Yeah, it's a, your dad's a smart guy. I like yeah. that. I read a book one time. Um, it was a running back from the Dallas Cowboys, a guy named Emmett Smith. He was, he was a Hall of Fame. Personal. Yes. So I read his I read his biography, and he, he he talked about when he was a kid. He was in high school actually, and he, and he scored a touchdown for his high school team, and he did a backflip in the end zone like celebrating. And his father jumped out of the crowd and ran into the field and knocked him on his ass. And he said, "You should not act like that." He said, "You need to you need to." pretend like you've been there before and he kind of yeah. like you know he just kind of like refocused them you know what i mean so i kind of i kind of get that vibe from you like 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 how how you're not wanting to get out there and perform live until you know your shit is like fucking on fire you know it's like like you have a a polished approach um, mm. i'm just blessed to have people around me who who have instilled this mindset in me because i feel like these people were my mentors in a way, and I feel like that mindset was important. Even Playtrix, he was giving me some wisdom, and I took that to the heart because it, it was genuine. It wasn't something fake, and I know these people have been there for me because they see me at the worst of times, so they have to see me at the best of times. And it's for so it's for it's really important for me to learn from their mistakes and learn from my own mistakes and be the best version of myself because I know I can impact the people in a positive way. And I had a podcast, so I've done that, and I know how it feels. So I want to make sure that from this like I'm, I could be the best I can be. All right, um, I got a question for you that one of the social media followers wanted me to ask, and I like this question, and I don't ask everybody this, but I, I, you seem like a good candidate. What do you perform more? If you had a choice, you have to make a choice, one or the other. What do you perform more? Do you prefer, do you prefer creating a song, or do you prefer performing the song after it's created? So I'm going to be completely honest with you. Music for me is a way, is a therapy. It's something that when there's no one around me, I can't express myself. I hate therapy. I don't believe, like, it doesn't work for me. Their music is my therapy. So for me, that art, creating that art is the best feeling in the world that you cannot buy. No money can buy the way I feel when I have a song written. And I know it flows perfectly. When I know the flow chains are there, I know when it's perfectly pitched. And it just sounds amazing. And it sounds fire. And when you play it, when everyone comes in and they're like, shit, this is so gas. That's the best feeling in the world because you're sharing what you created. And it's a feeling at the end of the day. And when you see the smile on people's faces that genuinely love you and they can be honest with you and say something's gas, something's or something's ass, when those people are smiling, it is the best feeling in the world that you cannot buy. So that is, that's that's my answer to that question. Yeah, but you didn't really answer it, though. <laughs> creating it. Creating okay, it. there you go. That's what creating I was looking for. <laughs> 100%. Because creating it is, is, is where I have the that, – that feels my heart yeah. with happiness that nothing can. Like, I feel depressed if I cannot create. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a great answer. There's really not a wrong answer. Everybody Everybody's yeah. different. Um and I liked your answer too, by the way. You can't perform something that you don't love or something that's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, something for sure. Something that doesn't fuck that feeling. So, yep. creating. Nice, man. All right, so um, before I let you talk about social media where everybody can follow you, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you need to get out there? Like any other songs yes. besides that one you're dropping? What else you yes. got? Yes, I got an EP dropping. Um, I, got, I need more dropping Friday. Then two weeks later after that, I'm dropping the EP. Um, definitely, definitely check out Playtrick stuff too, because he is someone that 
combining with his style of hardcore rap with mine created something I feel like is different than everything else that I've even me personally that I listen to and I feel like without Playtrix this whole thing would not happen because he was my mentor and he was someone that gave me hope that I could be something and I could get better and by teaching me by teaching me like how to change my flow instantly how to be on pitch everything I feel like that played a major role in who, who I'm becoming as a person and of course my dad also shout out to shout out to my dad shout out to Brady for saving my life at one point um, just cause like all these people played a big impact on me and I feel like they've instilled me with their wisdom and it's just for me to gravitate and accept for what I want to accept and I feel like I can do it my way, in my own unique way, I guess. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Alright, so, um, and by the way, I'm gonna drop Playtrix's, uh, his, uh, social media in the, in the article yeah. too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you, man. So tell everybody out there where they can follow you on your social media, where they can get your music. So you can Google Nick Kill. You can find it. Um, Spotify is Nick Kill, N-A-K-I-L-L. You just Google that. You'll find it. It's taken over by a purple color. Haze. Um, Apple Music, Nick Kill. SoundCloud, Nick Kill. YouTube, Nick Kill. Instagram, WTF, Nick Kill. There it is. Hey, I had a lot of fun talking to you, and um, best of luck. Keep doing it. It's a great song. And when you got some new stuff you want to talk about, just just let us know. We'll get you back on, all right? All right. I appreciate you. I'll take that. Yeah, all right. Take care, brother. All right. Have a good one. You too.